And welcome to another episode of Caffeine and Spite, where today I have a guest. Um, if you will go back and listen to the Split from the Internet episode, which I'm sure everybody listened to because it's the most amazing thing ever. I found Eric Henderson from Split, and we don't need to go into the kind of Google stalking I did to do that. But Eric, how are you today? What's up, man? You cut out there a little bit for a sec, but hey, what's up? How you doing? Thanks for having me on. I'm good. I'm really excited to have you on because this has just been like a really, I think a surprise for both of us that we can yeah. even make this conversation happen. Yeah, really, really cool. But, and, uh, you know, with the power of the internet, it's uh, everything's in real time. You can reach anybody. You know, I, I, I talk to people quite often that I never thought I would talk to, you know, and it's all, all because of the internet, man. It's, it's, everything's accessible and it's a pleasure to, uh, of mine that you have talked about the music and we're, you know, I'm honored that you were trying to find me. So it's all good. <laughs> well, if anybody hasn't listened to that episode or just hasn't heard it from me anyway, the real short version is way back in the day, Pure Volume was an actual music website and you could put music on there. And I don't know what it is now, some kind of TMZ bullshit. But um, mm. I found the band Split on there. There were two songs that I had downloaded, and I had basically listened to those two songs for the past 15 years <laughs> until so awesome. earlier this week. Yeah, you got more, huh? Oh, I, I did. I'm interested oh. in what, what you, what you, um, there's a lot of good stuff in there, you know. And over the years, a lot of that stuff I've not necessarily forgotten about, but, you know, um, I'll listen to something and be like, oh yeah, we did that too. But what, what do you like compared to uh, the first two? Well, the first thing that struck me was Other Side must have just not mm. been one that was set up to download because that's oh. the only way I would have known that one as well as I did. Yeah, yeah. And that one... Um... We, that was my, that was, uh, well, mine, and I'll speak for what the other guys that were in the band are, the, the video for that is on YouTube. So you can look that up. That's been up there for many, many years. And, you know, of course it's pretty dated, um, as that was, you know, gosh, what, 22 years ago. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, that's on, uh, YouTube. Um, but, uh, yeah, the other stuff, it was just kind of like lost and, not, well, not necessarily lost, but just never released, you know, so it's now it's now feel free to share it all. Oh, that's good. Cause I already have. <laughs> Go for it. Man. I mean, it's online where people can that's... grab it anyway. So, you know, I guess they can yeah. find it that way or they just find it through me. Exactly. Spread the love. It's all good. That's what it's for, you know? But one of the things I really wanted to talk to you about today is just the weirdness of people knowing who you are and being able to connect with people these days and yeah. being able to find some of these things online that are, you know, that old and have been lost for that long. For sure. For sure. And I, and I liked how, um, you were in that one episode, how, um, the internet tends to, the internet's not necessarily what it, what, what it really is. You know, it's, it, it's erased and, you know, all, um, Anyway, that's kind of besides the point, but yeah, it's strange. It is strange. And it's, uh, for me personally, it's an honor, you know, I'm, a, uh, I'm a very humble guy and for, um, 
anything I've created in, in any of the songs that you've listened to, you know, it's, it was all very selfishly written about me, you know, like I was going through a hard time and ironically, as time has gone, has gone on, it's been harder to write music because I, you know, um, I wasn't in that place. I'm not in that place today, mentally and physically, but it is strange. And, uh, you know, from, you know, for, for this to touring and just, you know, we, I was blessed to, to go to Japan and tour and, um, and I tell, I tell these stories all the time to people, um, walking into tower records, which is, I believe still a thing in Japan, in the United States. It's, you know, sadly it closed years ago, but you know, walking into a store, people screaming and crying and it, and I, I was just taken aback, like what, why, you know? So it's, um, it's an honor and a privilege to be known even in a, the smallest bit for somebody that's written something cool and I see stuff online and YouTube comments and, you know, websites in Russian and talking about myself. And it's just, it's a, it's, it's kind of, it's funny, but it's a, it's cool too. No, obviously I've heard from you with what you've thought about me digging all this stuff up. I've heard a little bit from the bass player, Greg, who was the one who pointed me to where I could find the album online but what was everyone else's reaction really of, oh, hey, here's this guy 15 years later who knows our stuff? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I instantly, <clears throat> I instantly sent a text and any, and this goes for the Zeromine stuff too. If I see something online, I'll just share it with, you know, the guys. But uh, with yours, I, you know, immediately it was like, I sent them all a group te text or individuals like, check this out, check this out. And um, Derek, he is one of uh, the two guitarists, my best, one of my greatest friends, if not the, my best friends to this day. He, you know, he's very, oh, wow, it's really cool, you know? And then um, I appreciated how Greg reacted and he wanted to give you more music and point you in that direction. So Seabreen, the drummer, I have not heard from him. Don't really speak to him a lot. And I, I saw all the guys, I'd say two, three years ago, we were, believe it or not, meeting to actually start up again. But, um, and of course that's still a possibility, but anyway, everybody was pretty honored, you know, to, uh, to be thought of that way. And this music holds a special place in our heart and it's, it's fun to revisit it on our side too, you know, so you've helped us, you helped us do that, you know, and, uh, it, even, and then, and during these times where it's so important to reach out to each other, it, it, if anything sparked conversation with a couple of the guys that I don't really talk to. So um, you helped us, believe it or not. Well, first off, yes, please get together and do more, obviously, because I'm going to be yeah. selfish and say I want to yeah. hear more stuff. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool. It's uh, it's all about timing, you know? It's just all all things that happen. It's you, you got to be in the right time and place. And unfortunately, the state that we're in now, it's it's hard to really make much happen, but there's going to be um, a time where everybody's back out there and wanting to listen to fresh new music and go to shows. And, you know, so I'm constantly plotting as to what, you know, I'm not done with music and I, I hope I can do it with the guys that I've already created with split. Of course, um, we had something really special and it just, uh, it just kind of fell apart years ago, but who knows? You never know. I hope we can do it again. 
timing, you're right though. Timing gets really weird. Um, kind of a tangent on the timing idea. Kaylee and I have a storage unit where we're slowly putting away the years of flea market pickups that I've had intending to resell stuff that, that I never oh. got around to as one does. Yeah. And if I remember, <laughs> I try to go like seven o'clock Saturday night because there's this band that practices there. And like last time we went over there, I got out of the elevator and then they're over there in whichever unit they're in because I've never actually seen them, but they're just over there playing Megadeth. <laughs> cool. And I mean, it sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. And if we weren't going through all this pandemic stuff, I'd definitely go over there and say something. But, you know, with all this, I don't want to be random yeah. guy randomly bringing germs or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it sucks. It, this sucks. This sucks. You know, I've like, I've, I think we've all gotten used to it. And, um, but yeah, God, it's terrible. But yeah, you know, the, uh, life as we once knew it, you could just knock on the door or, you know, ask to go in, but can't do that. But damn it. See if they have like a virtual, um, you know, everything's virtual now. Be like, you guys got set up some cameras you can watch or listen. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird dynamic right now for sure. But this stuff happens, you know, conversations like this happen. So there's good in this. So I know you've said on your podcast that you're teaching stuff now. Um, Do your students know about all this? Honestly, no. Yeah, I, I, uh, um, it's kind of funny. Um, I got into healthcare just because I needed a job. And I, and I mentioned this on the last, one of the last episodes. Uh, but for the most part, people don't know about the side of me. Um, although once in a great while, it'll come up, you know, I, it's kind of funny. Have you seen the, you've seen the Smule stuff that I put out? Have, have you? I've seen a few of them. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like my way of, um, I learned about this app. It's just a karaoke app, you know, um, and, um, start playing around with it and, you know, I'll, and it's really limited to what is on the app. So, for example, there could be a, you know, a corn song where the instrumentals are not very well put together, but I'll find one that's decent quality and I'll just put my my version on it. And it's fun. It keeps me rehearsed. It's fun to be like, oh, that's what I would sound like in a corn song. But then my, I guess my point is I'll share that stuff once in a while to where people are like, oh, you sing. Wow. You know, and then but for the most part, no, my this side of my life is not that I'm hiding it, but. Uh, it's, it's entirely different. And you know, it's funny. I know, um, what's his name? Guy from the original Taproot drummer. Uh, God, what's his name? Anyway, I speak with him quite often and and it's kind of like his life is similar. He, you know, was this, uh, a a much bigger rock star than I was and, um, has this really, you know, beautiful life on the side to where music's and I guess my point is it doesn't appear that he would have been the guy in Taproot. So it's, it's quite interesting as you just kind of move on from life and get into, um, you know, an actual real paying career. And that part of you just kind of is uh, part time now, you know, so it's, it's quite funny, but not, not many people know and that's okay. You know, I'm in a different line of work to where, yeah, you know. So what would you do if they found out? Uh, I don't know. It, it would be fine. Um, 
let's see. I'll, I'll use an example. Um, I'm trying out for The Voice uh, in a couple weeks just for the hell of it. It's like a bucket list item. I'm like, I just want to try out and just see what happens. And uh, I'm not I'm not looking forward to it at all, but I'm going to do it. And I told uh, I told a colleague of mine that I was not sure why we were just kind of talking about music and oh my gosh let me know what happens you know and that's kind of the extent of extent of it but uh, for me i just i don't see myself you know i was just a, a kid playing music and touring and you know still singing so to me it's not that big of a deal you know it's really weird though what people think is a big deal to them like I used to do the sports photography for Winthrop's newspaper and like sitting there being literally two feet away from Stephen Curry to me when he was at Davidson. Okay. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now totally different now today. huh? Oh, now if I did that, um, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. No, he's, he's a rock star. He's a rock star, you know, in his own way, but yeah, you know, everybody, um, I guess, I guess what I'm saying and all this mumbling I'm doing, it's, you know, um, I'm humbled, you know, I'll get messages from people from all over the world. Um, and again, split and zero mind, the two of the bigger bands that I were in both had two different, you know, lifespans and they grew into two different entities in a sense, but I get messages from people all over the place, all over Russia, South America, you know, the Eastern part of our States. And, um, if I come off as like, I don't get it or I don't understand it, it's, it's probably just cause I'm in my own little, you know, bumble, uh, bubble where I'm, I don't see it, you know? And it's, it, so that, that's where it's weird to me. But again, it's beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, you know? So, um, I guess you could use that analogy for, you know, seeing something that, and it, it it's very true for a lot of artists where you know Corey Taylor comes to mind as a you know and I, I I don't hold a candle to what that man does and says and carries his life but if you notice him talking and when he interacts with people it's like they're his friends they've known each other for a long time and it and it that comes and stems from humility and um you know, being true to yourself and just doing something that happens to sound great to others. And therefore that artist is just like, ah, oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, that's cool. You know, doesn't take, doesn't take it too seriously. Doesn't think that he is, is that is as good as the listener thinks. Maybe, I don't know. Um, I guess I can only speak for myself. I'm just some normal dude that happens to have a, a decent voice that has been able to do some cool things and reach people and touch people from it. So that's kind of how I am. And I, I think a lot of the, the artists that I've worked with would say the same, you know, very humble, homegrown guys that just do what they love and it happened to take them places, you know? So. It'll definitely make sense though. I mean, I've got Greg sending me the split stuff uh, back when I had a radio show in college, one of y'all from zero mind, I don't know who actually put it together, but, you know, here comes this nice folder in the mail that I'm pretty sure had the EP in it and a nice oh. little press kit to somebody who had maybe like 10 listeners at a small college. But 
you know, yeah. they go, they send me the stuff like, Hey, we want you to hear this. We want you to spread the stuff out. Thank you for liking what we're doing. Interesting. And that was, and that was zero mind stuff from power slave. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember, you know, zero mind, uh, split the first split. We were close and I, and I mentioned taproot cause they were, and I think I may have told you this, they were trying to get assigned, which that's a, such a cool story in its own. But, uh, um, Zero Mine actually got signed. You know, we were signed not by a major label, but a new and upcoming label. Um, and I do remember, I think I may have a press kit around here somewhere in a box, but I do recall and um, greatly appreciate now that I look back about how much they were um, working to get to get us promoted. Because college radio at that time, as you know, was um, a real big deal. You know, I, I think the first time I, the, as a matter of fact, I know the very first time I ever heard corn was this college radio. I don't think it was a particular station, but it was a record company of sorts that was, it was purposely made to send these CDs out to all college radio stations. So that's where I heard corn for the very first time. So I do recall that being, um, you know, strategy of record labels. So I'm glad you got that. That's cool. And that is that how you, how did you find out about Split? Where did you hear about it? I was I'm, just I'm looking, you now. <laughs> I was going on pure volume, just trying to find new things. Like I had gotten annoyed at the regular FM stations and hearing the same thing all the time. So figured, yeah, Hey, yeah. let me go try to find something where there's a guarantee. I haven't heard it five times today already. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Because that's what radio does. I haven't listened to the radio in, you know, I'll listen to sports radio. That's it for another conversation. But cool. Yeah. See, it worked. The marketing worked. And then you got the zero mind stuff. What did you think of that? I like that stuff too. Um, I hate to say not totally as good. much because I really do like it, but it's yeah. just the split stuff connects better with me. Hey, all good. It's they're to they're two different, totally two different things. So um, I get it. I totally get it. I know that the zero mind stuff and, and that became, you know, the whole rap rock thing, um, was huge, you know? Um, and the reason we had so much success in Japan is because they loved that. They still to this day love it. So it resonated with them more here, but, um, you know, it was just as popular here, but with music trends and just like everything else, you know, every, a lot of the folks that, talk so much shit about Limp Bizkit. We're big fans of Limp Bizkit at one point, you know, so regardless of the genre and, you know, if there's rap or not in it, you know, it resonated and it felt good to us. And it was a bonus if people liked it here, but Japan, it was such a sure, it was a guaranteed su success there. And it was for a little bit, but I get it split, split a lot different, you know, progressive, heavy, kind of like tool. And then you got zero mind, kind of a Lincoln park with on steroids, <laughs> you know, so two different, two very different things. And, um, split holds a closer dear part to my heart. Um, just because it was my first love, you know, but, um, I loved what we did with zero mind too. So what have been some of the, I guess, more memorable messages you've gotten from people? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, honestly, most of the messages that I get are just like, hey, can I get a copy of this? 
<laughs> that's really that's really extensive extent of it. it's like hey you still got a copy of this hey where can i find that there's honestly been i can't think of, and it's okay i'm not saying like i wish i got more messages about how much i changed their life i don't expect anything like that but really that's really the um most of it but um i think if anything the one thing that stands out is um i've made really good friends and great relationships with some folks that i've never even met face to face or talked to like this that um uh you know have sent gifts uh, i think of one individual i might call it his name's tony in the bronx and uh this guy's been a fan since the since the very 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 beginning i've never spoke a word to him outside of texts or you know messages on facebook and he is he went as far as sending me zero mind memorabilia that he created so now that you've asked that question which i i greatly appreciate i think of that you know it's not just a message or like hey thank you for this music because i'm sure i've seen those but um for somebody to go out of his way and i can just turn my chair to my left here and i see this mug that has my picture and our names on it so that that's what it's all about and um so that's what i think of when you ask that question you know like actual physical reactions and thanks through something like that i'm extremely humbled by that's super that, cool it's though just like hey where can i get a cd yeah oh, it's, it's more amazing than anybody it that to me that's made a huge impact and as a matter of fact i have something i'm i'm, I'm going to put in the mail for him and um geez you know 20 25 years later i'm going to send something to him outside of the music i've created which is better late than never i guess but that's who i think of thank you for asking tony in the bronx honestly i think finding the stuff and getting something about it that much later kind of makes it even sweeter because i had basically sure. given up on finding anything yeah uh, in, in terms of um this this music yeah like I thought it was going to be yeah. just dreamland and undead mess Confirm. for the rest of my life on repeat. <laughs> you know, I love those two songs are great. I love undead mess. Oh, I love that song. Undead mess. Do you want me to tell you um, why it's called undead mess? It's not a fascinating story. Yes. But uh, I, um, when we were recording that with Sylvia Massey in weed, California, which is, um, you know, four or five hours north of San Francisco, headed to Oregon. So Weed, California is this little old school log town by Mount Shasta. So anyway, this that was the spot. And uh, <clears throat> Sylvia Massey, for everybody that she had to record with them, set them up in this little apartment next door. And she, she had, you know, Tool, System of a Down, um, <clears throat> the guy known as Skrillex now, um, that's a good story too. He destroyed the apartment. But anyway, um, as I was in there, for us, it's and to this very day, gaming is a huge part of my life. So as the guys were downstairs in the studio recording, I would be playing a video game or reading or just pulling my hair out because I, I was up next. It was the most stressful stuff. So I was watching, I was reading a gaming, Game Informer magazine, which is just a local, um, there's a magazine. And, um, I'm like, shit, what am I going to call the song? I don't know what I'm going to call the song. And I was reading a review about the game. Um, dang it. 
it's a horror game, very famous horror game before Resident Evil. Drawing a blank. But anyway, they refer to, and I'll think of it when I think of it, I'll say, um, they're referring to the, the, the characters in the game as undead mess. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to call this one undead mess <laughs> because of um, Silent Hill. That's what it is. They were referring to the like the creatures in Silent Hill as undead mess. I'm like, that's such a cool name. So I am undead mess, you know. But it but it actually worked for the song because that's kind of how I felt at the time, you know. So that's how that's how it came from a Silent Hill video game review. It's funny how that stuff happens. Oh, I know, right? I mean, it sucks that you were feeling that way, that it, it goes like that. But it also fits hey. pretty well with the song, so it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, you know, music, it was just like a diary, you know? Like, all this shit in my life, I'm just going to sing about it, you know? And it's, it made for, it made it happen to make for some great music that still holds its own today, really, you know? Gosh, if we could just, maybe we should just remaster it and, you know... That's the answer. Hmm. You're helping me out here. Yes, I would. I mean, anything to get it out there, really, because I, I have a lot of friends who I can't just say, go to the website, download it, or go to the website, listen to it. They'll just, they're on Spotify all day or something. They won't go out of their yeah. way to listen to new things. That's that's the thing, yeah, yeah. It's like everything's on demand now, so it's like, oh, you want me to go to this website and download it? Then what I do, you know? Then what do you want me to do? It needs to be, uh, and that that that's the answer, you know. If we were to remaster it or you know rewrite stuff, it would has to go and um, go by today's standards, you know. So if it's not on Spotify, if it's not on Apple Music, it's not legit, which is unfortunate, but that's just the way we are, you know. It's a digital age. You're not, you're not legit unless you have an Instagram account or, you know, but that's okay. You know, maybe we'll just have to remaster a few and get them up there. So if Instagram keeps banning your account, does that make you more or less legit? Hmm. That probably makes you legit, right? If you're being, um, if you're, if you're getting shut down, you're getting hated on. <laughs> I mean, they, I think they were just hating attention. on the fact that I was logging in on my work computer and my home computer. Oh, so did you get you get did you get booted from Instagram for that? I would just kept getting the temporary bans so much that I just decided it wasn't worth it. Oh, okay, that's well, that's that's silly, but I guess it it's a uh, there's some algorithm behind the scenes where it's like someone's trying to get it in your account, so they're like, all right, not getting it anymore, but. Yeah, but you'd think the fact that I log in with my password and everything yeah. every time would kind of let them know it's me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know, I'm not a big fan. As a matter of fact, I don't even have an Instagram presence at this point, but I need to for the, for my podcast. Um, I don't need to, but it's kind of like, you know, it's necessary to be, um, you know, with any sort of business now in the digital age, you have to have presence everywhere. But, um, I'm an introvert that it's, it's strange. Like, you know, I, I want to, I want to put myself out there. I want to spread a message. I want to connect with people. I want to do stuff like this and talk about like how you perceive me, you know, all these things, but it's like, it's hard for me to do it. 
Um, but anyway, that's the day and age we live in. And man, Split and Zero Mind would be, uh, it'd be an entirely different story if we were in the digital age, I think, at that time, because it's it's so much easier to to um, to, to connect with people now. But that's okay. We'll just remaster some shit and put it up there. You have helped me realize this, believe it or not. So I appreciate you. I will gladly bear that burden. Yeah. Hey, it's this is your fault. This is all your fault. <laughs> you hear that, Carrington? You're not no, the no. only one who can make bands do things. Yeah. It is. Uh, this is what it's about, man. It's about making connections like this, and and um, it's it's a beautiful thing when you least expect it, and you and and it's and it goes to show you never know, you know, just putting something out there, energy, words, good or bad for that matter, you know, what can come out of what someone just can say, you know, and uh, <clears throat> one of the things that's and pardon me and disclaimer as I talk random shit just kind of comes to my head and if I find value in it I'll spit it out but one of the first things that I uh, that I think of when I think of people liking my music I remember watching a Ozzy Osbourne interview and he was just talking about how um, somebody someone asked him about like what do you think of all your fans and he was just like um playfully stated i'm i'm fans of theirs you know and i it just it's just a simple thing that he said that i just instantly appreciated him, about him and um every time i see his face or i, see, I hear him sing i think about he, you know him saying that so that's kind of how i felt i didn't steal that from him but it resonated with me to where i'm just like anybody that ever said thank you to me or was screaming and yelling i I was just like, thank you. No, 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 no. Thank you. <laughs> you know, for like making me feel that I've done something right. And um, my insecure introverted self got into music. I think for that reason, it was to, you know, I wanted the attention. And once I got it, I was just like, oh, thank you. That's what I needed. You know, never once did I take it, take it for granted. So forgive me. I don't, I, I think I deviated from what you were, we were talking about, but that's how I see it. It's an honor that you're that you think about me and talk about me. Really, like you don't need to. I don't, you know, and I don't get it, but I appreciate it. I mean, really, that was the whole point of trying to get you on here anyway. Was just yeah. pick your brain on some things. A giant yeah, public yeah. thank you session from both sides. Yeah. No. Thank you. Uh, anybody that gives me the time of day. And that, you know, in, in my current life, although I'm not done with music, um, this pot, the podcast that I have, um, I approach it like I would with music, you know, there's, there's a process and there's a structure with it and, you know, creativity and trial and error and, you know, shitty episodes and better episodes, no different than music and writing a song, you know, some things stick, some things don't, but anything that I've ever been involved with anything that anybody's ever said about me and appreciative about me, I'm, I think them back, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's really an honor. Thank you all. What else do you want to, you want to know? Pick my brain. Hmm. Well, 
if we could have suckered Greg into coming, I would have asked him. But since I am talking to you oh, right yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Greg said, use the music for anything. So do you think I mm-hmm. should get some new intro music for this podcast? Do it. Yeah. He's, um, you know, uh, I respect Greg and anything. And that doesn't surprise me. Greg's a lovely guy. It's a really sweet guy. Um, so if Greg gave you that permission, you can do anything you want with it. Now, if you make a million dollars, you know, uh, give me like a hundred bucks, but, uh, no, you can feel free to use it for the show. Absolutely. Anything you need from the show from us for, you know, if you need my voice for anything, uh, for sure, man, help yourself. That's why we created it. We created it for, for people to listen to. And it, it, it did happen to, and, and on a legal standpoint, since we're talking about it, the song, the music was never, you know, like zero mind stuff. That's different. Um, like we own the music, you know, we're split. It just, we created amazing stuff that, that fizzled out. You know, so it's it's uh, it's kind of um, free to use in a sense, but at the same time, I appreciate you asking. I mean, artists should get paid, or you know, at least asked before you use their stuff. Sure, yeah, and you know, we've and we've come a long way with um, you know Napster, you know, set a precedent for you know. Um, we don't we don't make shit off our music, you know. Musicians make very little unless you're you know unless you're part of the elite um i know so many you know slayer for example um those guys have full-time jobs you know um slayer has become a household name and it's a company but uh um i know a couple of those guys when they come off tour and, and the road they're they're they have other businesses you know machine head um when those guys would come off the road, they were out painting, you know, so music doesn't make a lot of money for us. And um, I've made a couple bucks here and there, but I, again, I digress, but feel free to use it for your show. Well, thank you. I definitely you will. Have, you have her permission. Yes, please do. I have no idea which one it'll be yet. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a show intro. <clears throat> Not that I'm trying to tell you how to do your show, but. I'm trying to think of a time to pay has a really good intro. Uh, love, I love the way time to pay comes in. Um, but yeah, anyway, there's some good ones. Help, help yourself. Oh, by the way, for everybody who's wondering, yes, I will have links to where you can find the music online in the show notes. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have needed to say so that, but it makes me feel better. Yeah, there you go. Post some links. Um, if anything, you know, uh, send people over to my show, you know, and, and maybe, uh, you know, if you can get some fans like that. That's a good trade-off, wouldn't you say? I think that's a good idea. I yeah. mean, people should go listen to your show anyway. I've really enjoyed listening to it. Oh, good. How did you find the show? Is it because, Did the split thing turn into, oh, he's doing a podcast? I think the, the show is kind of what put the split stuff enough into the foreground where I could find it. Uh, because what ended up happening was for some reason this time the Google results for split brought up an angel fire page and I mean the only thing I could see on it is hey you know here's the super short little pressy blurb and people's names that link to a bio that don't go anywhere anymore 
But I thought, you know what? Let me go and actually look up people's names. And, Mm -hmm. of course, like, Greg, I find nothing because Greg Black, I I don't expect to find anything. (laughs) And Yeah, you can't find that guy at all. No. I mean, I know how to now, but I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah. Seabury and Arata, there's only one of those. You know, he's the drummer, so he's he's easy to look up. Um, I just assumed that was a made-up stage name, though, so I don't even remember if I looked that up. Yeah, that's Seabrian Arata is his real name. That's his real name. We all used the same. Yeah, we all used, I think, Gray, uh, Gabe, Gabe Lujan. We used to call him Freak. But yeah, you know, um, all all normal names. For me, Hendu that came that came up as just like as a childhood nickname because it was it was there was a local baseball player, Dave Henderson, and they called him Hendu. So I inherited that and just kind of rolled with it. But anyway, so, so anyway, what ended up happening was um, it pointed to your show, and then I f- I found the show and I listened to an episode or two and found the Facebook group and yeah, didn't have the first thing I said to you be asking for copies of music. <laughs> was I was I nice about it? I hope I was. Oh no, I I specifically didn't do that because I didn't want to be that jackass. Oh, you should have. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I would I probably would have done it anyway, but it wouldn't have been first thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, you you're cool, man. I I like you, and that was uh, that's cool. You know, I um, I think most of my listeners, for the most part, are just kind of close friends, but it's. Um, yeah, it's just an honor, man. It's just it's just weird, but I'm glad you found I'm glad you found it. And you know, again, this this conversation like this, this is what's really all about. That's why that's and that's why I'm doing the podcast. Um, as a matter of fact, I had a podcast during the Zero Mind days because, um, ironically, it was I think it was called Powercast, and I was like, why am I? Why did I pick Zerocast? Um, and it's because I had a show called. Uh, Powercast. It was Powercast um, with the Hindu on Power Slave Radio is what the title was, and I played local bands. But anyway, that too is besides the point. But um, I'm glad you like the show. I know it's not very good at times, but <laughs> it's still. Um, I'm doing another one today, later today, and I mean you're like ten episodes in. It better. takes time for people to figure out what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just now starting to kind of form into something cool um and of course i need to be more consistent but i appreciate you listening and if anybody wants to come by and check check it out and hear what i got to say feel free to do so you know it's on all on all platforms i that's one of the things i've made sure to do it's on spotify it's on you know apple music so it's accessible to everybody and just about spreading the love and trying to find stuff to talk about to keep our minds off of all this bullshit um, although sometimes I'll, I can't help but deviate to that part of things, but I try not to. But anyway, I'm so happy that people are taking a liking to it. And I will definitely have links down to your show in the show notes as well. You know, if anybody actually looks I at those, that. at least look at it to find links. There you go. I appreciate that. And then we'll have you on mine. Gotta, gotta, gotta have you on mine. And, I'd be really um, excited for that. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get you on. And then, um, Shane, you know, Shane from zero mine is, uh, you know, a big part of it. So we'll get him on. And I know Greg, um, 
Greg wants to be on mine as well. So yeah, there's a lot of things we can do with some trade-offs and you know how it is with podcasts. Most importantly though, if I'm on yours, I don't have to edit it. You don't have to edit it. Yes. I can sit here and just talk and, and, uh, (laughs) I don't have to do any work, but, uh, yeah. Honestly, that's why podcasters go on other podcaster shows is because they can do the fun stuff and not have to edit it later. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Have a little chat and just sit back and, you know, just a phone conversation kind of. Then you can cut all my BS out. Well, it's been great talking to you today. Um, I've got a couple people, if you don't mind, that I could probably try to sucker them into getting you on their show as well. Please do. Cool. I'll, I'll send you Let's, over uh, their links so you can see if it's something you think it'd be a good fit for. But spoiler alert to everybody, yeah. it's Kate with Ignorance Was Bliss, and the answer is probably going to be yes. <laughs> I think hey, half her guests lately have been because Anybody that wants of me. to have me on? There you go. I'm, I'm down. I'm more, I'm down. You know, it's a, we're living in a time now where we need to remain connected and positive and loving and anybody wants me on, I'd be more than happy to. No, I don't think we can end on a more perfect note than that. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to talk to me about things. Just remember everybody. I have no idea how I'm ending these, so eventually I'll figure it out, but let's just let some of that sweet new outro music seep into your soul.